Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Derek Sassman. Of course, we have the Disney Dentist with us. And Doug, we have a very special guest. Excited to bring Joseph Kaplan onto the show. He is uh, someone I follow, and I know you do as well, Doug, from Back to the Mouse blog. Joe, thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Hey, it's great to be on here. Well, for a few seconds, do you want to just give us a a quick little soundbite of uh, what you do at Back to the Mouse? Uh, it's basically uh, just a, a personal blog that uh, that we started to kind of explain to some of our friends um, how we were able to do cruises and Disney vacations for a little bit less money. Uh, we primarily are using credit card sign-up bonuses and, and, and other various uh, travel hacks to uh, travel a little bit farther and a little bit more often. Well, this is going to be fun. We're bringing you on the show tonight because we get a lot of questions about the Disney Cruise Line. And right now we have three guys who have all three different levels of experience. Joseph, you are the Jedi Master or more the close, you're close to a castaway, a platinum member. Doug, you are the Jedi Knight, the castaway uh, gold member. And I'm a Padawan, the castaway silver member. So that's the different levels that we are at in the cruise. That makes sense. Made sense in my mind before I said it. It made sense. Okay, good. It makes sense. Yeah. So we get a lot of questions about Disney cruising, and that's why we have you on the show, Joe. And Doug, you've been kind of fielding a lot of these questions that we've been getting on social media. So we're going to answer them. And I I think, Doug, I'm just going to kind of pass it to you because as the Padawan, you'll get a kind of a completely different response from me than you will or Joe. And we'll just have a fun roundtable discussion. But Doug, these are the questions you've been uh, getting. And so why don't you take it away from here? All right, so we're going to go around the table. We'll start with Derek, then kick it to Joe, and then I'll uh, give my two cents. And, of course, feel free to chime in and harass each other about their answers because that's the fun is harassment. So let's start out. It's no particular order on these questions. So one question is not more important than the other. They're all important, and there's a thousand more questions we could answer, but there is time constraints. So first up, favorite dining experience you have had aboard Disney Cruise Line? Well, I've only been on the uh, Disney Dream, so I only have three restaurants plus cabanas to kind of choose from. Uh, I'm going to go with Animator's Palette, not because of food. It was probably the weakest of the food choices, but because the atmosphere with Turtle Talk with Crush kind of going on, my kids, that was the only meal that they sat through. Without without being rambunctious and getting up and wanting to run around, my kids are five and three, so that's why we really love Animator's Palette. A great atmosphere, uh, and I don't remember what you know drink I got, but I got this special there, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I don't see any argument there. That's solid choice. Did did Crush actually talk to you in the dining room? No, he talked to the table next to us, but it was, it was still really cool. I think it threw the whole table off guard because he's like, "Hey, no, you in the blue shirt." No, yes, I am talking to you. Yes, I. And it was just like, where are you from? 
no, seriously, I'm asking you where you're from. And it was just like, dude, I was, I was cracking up because these people just had no clue that this wasn't just a movie being played. He was being interactive. Yeah, That's I think cool. that is pretty shocking because most people don't expect the wall to talk to them at the dining room. <laughs> yeah, that that is strange. But if you've been to Turtle Talk with Crush, it makes total sense. Yeah. Total sense. So, Joe, what's... uh? What is yours? I'm going to I'm going to go uh off the table and and pick Palo Brunch. That is definitely our favorite experience both from the, you know, the wide variety of food choices they have and just the quality of the food and the nice relaxing uh atmosphere um away from the children uh mm-hmm. makes it one yeah. of our favorite meals. Yeah, it's really hard to go wrong with Palo. Um do you like the is the entrees the main thing that you like there or do you like the buffet selection a little more? Oh, that's a tough choice. The uh, uh, some of the entrees we've tried are the are the flatbreads that they have, the pizzas. Um, we've also done the chicken parmesan, the lasagna. Mm. My wife will sometimes do the breakfast choices they have, uh, but the but the the buffet is excellent as well with those yeah. warm sticky rolls that they have. Yeah, I I can't have enough of those. There's people putting them on the plate for you, and they like put one. And I'm like, no, no, another, uh, another. There, there's at least 18 more there keep going like just just i'll just trade you the plate for the tray just so yeah that's now a good I'm jealous. Choice. i haven't been to palo yet I, that's what a second cruise is for derek um so uh one follow-up question there do you like the the grape uh the pizza with the grapes on it the, the grape and, gorgonzola pizza yes gorgonzola We've tried it. It it is very good. I think uh, my favorite of of everything there is definitely the chicken parmesan. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever had a better uh, plate of chicken parmesan ever, except the Palo. I'll second that. So, all right. um, I guess it's my turn. So I'm going to say I I had debated a couple things. Um, I really love it when they cut my kids' food up. Um, I find that fascinating. My kids love it because then they get back on land and they like expect their food cut. And it's like, <laughs> no, no, do it yourself. Um, but that's not that's not that spectacular. Um, animator's palette on when you get to do the drawing and then you see your drawing up on the screens. I think that's it for me. Once again, not about the food, but more about the atmosphere, everything like that. Um, now on the magic animator's palette where you have Mickey come out and like dance and they shoot little fireworks like right there we were the table that he danced at so that should be my answer i feel like that should do it like mickey sorcerer mickey was at our table Uh, i just didn't do it for us we like the the artwork on the on the screens where our our little creations are dancing around that's our favorite dining experience aboard disney cruise line can't go wrong with the animator's palette yep all right Guys are easy to please. You agreed with me. That that won't happen much more as we go on. So, all right. What class of ship do you prefer? And, of course, with all the questions, why? Well, I've only been on the Dream, but I know we have booked the Magic. I think, uh, I think I'm going to end up liking the little bit smaller ship, uh, especially since the Magic's been refurbished, Marvel going on there with my kids. So I'm really excited to try a different class of ship. And I'm really excited because I'm planning the 2020 maybe 2021, one of the new ships when that comes out. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what that class is like. Um, all right, let's move along to Joe. Well, Have you done all four ships, Joe? No, we're we're short uh, on the Magic right now. We've got it booked for uh, this Christmas coming up and next spring break as well. 
So then we'll then we'll have done all four. We've done uh, the wonder a number of times, the, and the fantasy twice, and the dream once. And I have to say that we definitely prefer the wonder uh, the most. It's a smaller ship. It's more intimate. Um, we're familiar with the crew. We know a, a number of the different servers on board. The um, uh, the cruise directors, although they move around some, mm-hmm. I would just like the smaller spaces. There's less walking to do. the The entertainment staff seems like they uh, they they work a bit more because there's maybe less amenities on the smaller ship, so they make up for that with a lot more activities. I feel that's that's a really good solid follow up answer there. But uh, I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to say I like the Dream and the Fantasy class ships. Um, for almost all the exact opposite reasons. It's pretty crazy, right? We just did the magic, and uh, we found ourselves longing for the fantasy. Um, I don't know, maybe the kids were missing midship detective agency, which seems like a minor thing. The golf course, uh, the basketball court only has one hoop. We got ran off of it by a bunch of middle school kids one time. You know, just little things like that where on the fantasy, there's multiple hoops. There's the whole golf course, more paint more things um you know the bigger theater and you know we got to know we did the same week two years in a row in january and that second time around like it was you know all our servers were there again we tried new servers though and mixed it up and so a lot of the same staff so we got to know the staff really well but i think part of why we knew the staff well on the fantasy is because we went out of our way to attend a lot of the activities all the family activities in the d lounge um, to where you get to know the staff well, and then when you're back a year later and it's about 50 to 75% the same staff, like you, we knew them. There was, it was a lot more familiar. So I think you can get to know the staff on the larger ships, but you might have to engage them more than on the smaller ships. That makes sense at all? Did I make any sense, guys? I think yeah, a no, little I think, bit. Okay, I that's think, all you uh, I think no matter which ship you pick, you're you're going to get a great experience, right? Mm-hmm. The staff reaches out to you mm-hmm. no matter no matter which ship you're on, uh, uh, puts up enough activities and amenities to make sure that hopefully you won't see your kids for the entire voyage uh, unless they have to come back to the room to sleep. Yep. Yeah. Doug, have you been Doug? You've you've been on three of the four. Three of the four. We have the Wonder booked for this August for Alaska, so we'll complete the cycle. Um, this fall, about the same time that Joe completes the cycle of all four ships. So then we'll be ready for the new ones. We can move on to bigger. Oh, better, I got I, I got some catching up to do. You do, Derek. You got to get to it. Trying. It's kids. Or all little, right. Which we'll talk about more, but uh, keep going with the, the questions right. that we get. All right. This one I worded funny because um, I wanted kind of open uh, to lots of different possibilities of your answer is your drinking preferences at sea. So... Oh. I drink a lot of water. It's it's hot out. I burn easily. Uh, but if we're talking about alcohol, I did uh, like I said earlier. The I animators was leaning alcohol. Yeah, yeah I, was I mean alcohol. that that blue. I got some blue drink at Animators Palette. It was fantastic. Uh, the the hard thing with drinking on the cruise ship was uh, how expensive. I mean, we got on, and I know talking to you is like we weren't up to cabanas, and all of a sudden you're walking up there. They're handing you Bahama Mamas. You're like, oh, I'll take one of those, and they're like, oh, that was. Ten dollars charged right to your room. It's, the transition was so fast that you're like, "Oh, I guess I'm committed to drinking this now." I looked at it and it was billed to me. I guess. Yeah, first timer, right? So all yeah, the, that, all the dollars just start running right off of your side. It really you did. I it, it got really easy to just keep charging things to the room. That was that was for sure. So 
I, I don't like to spend that extra money, but, you know, we, we did have fun and got a couple drinks while we were out there. Uh, I'm not a big drinker when it comes to alcohol on board, although I will say that the last two times we went out, we uh, did the mixology classes, which are uh, about five drinks in about 45 minutes. The first time mm-hmm. I did it um, didn't go so well the rest of the evening. It was an early evening for me. The second time I paced myself, it was much better. Um, uh, now, my wife enjoys uh, beer. So when we get on board, she goes and she gets one of the uh, refillable beer mugs, which I think uh, the initial charge is 14 or $15. I don't remember exactly. And then when she brings it back, she gets, um, she gets it filled up for a lower price. Uh, so she's definitely taking advantage of that. And um, you don't have to carry the mug around the entire cruise. You can hand it back to the bartender and they'll give you a card that you can then carry around and you just give them back the card and they'll give you a new mug. And that includes when you get off the boat and get back on. So if you don't want to take the glass mug home, they'll give you a card. Next time you get back on board, you just trade it in. So she definitely nice. takes advantage of all the, uh, the, the beer selection that they have at, uh, uh, at the various bars on board. So do you guys spend some time at the bars then um, and the clubs? The adult uh, clubs, not the navigators and or navigators, the oceaneers. oceaneers. Can't drink in there. I found out. No, Just stumbled <laughs> it's, it's in. Frown, on, frown that. on that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I no. want to fly the Millennium Falcon. Beards now. Every once in a while, we'll go in there uh, at the end of the evening and uh, hang out, and maybe grab a drink or two. But we don't spend a ton of time in there now. Yeah, we had to do a date night. We did, uh, you know, our kids want they didn't want to leave the club, so we we went down. We were like, fine, you play here, and we went. To the adult only had a couple drinks. So. Yeah. Uh, so for us, yeah, I'm not, I'm wearing a motion sickness patch. So I found out that does not mix well at all. And uh, like you, Joe, I did a mixology class. You know, I was like, wow, this is really good deal. And then by drink like four, which is <laughs> almost my annual total of drinks. Um, yeah, it was an early night. I think I went back and took a nap. And we had Palo Brunch before it, so like I was like barely could walk. I waddled into Skyline, um, had all these drinks, and of course it's a mixology class, and the people volunteering to mix always mix it stronger than you're supposed to, so they taste really awful usually. Um, if you get the wrong person that mixes it, one person be like, oh, it's mixed perfect. The other one was like just pure alcohol, which is what some people are there for. And yeah, I was a mess. Um, and Michelle made fun of me. And then later, like at dinner, she didn't make it through dinner. She had to go back <laughs> to the room. So I took the power nap. Got I was like, I think I've already sobered up. We drink so early in the day. But uh, I have not been back since. But we do spend a little bit of time um, in the, like, evolution in the tube um, to see the, the different adult entertainment. But we don't necessarily get a drink. Michelle might get whatever the drink of the day is because it's usually a little cheaper than ordering off the menu but that's kind of our our alcohol limit there i don't know i don't feel too pressured to drink when i'm at those um shows i don't feel like they force it on you no not at all no the only time they force it on us is the sail away party i swear there's like a crew member per person and then the rest of the weekend they're not there it's just sail away party they're trying to get you all drunk and then the rest i'm like at the pirate party i was like wait where's all the pirate grog and they weren't passing anything out they just want to get you signed up for that uh, drink package where you carry around the cooler all week. Yeah, they did. They talked really? to me quite a bit about that. And actually, the drink mug is funny because I, the beer mug, I really, if I would think back through it, I'm like, on a longer cruise, that really does mm-hmm. make sense. You know, just yeah. on five-night cruises, you'll end up saving 
a little bit of money and keep the mug. Yeah, I mean, my my wife will get, you know, she'll she'll get that, and then she'll have maybe two beers a day, and and I think over the the length of the cruise, that probably works out for. Her. Yeah, I think the math makes sense. I'm not going to calculate anything, but sounds good to me. All right, let's move on. All right, what is your go-to sea day lunch if you have your kids with you or if you don't, if it's different? You can give us both. Derek? Uh, I've never had just a sea day. We, we Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do like cabanas. I will tell you that. I really enjoyed cabanas uh, every time we went there. So that that's, that's yeah, I haven't had a sea day. So I guess I don't have a really good answer for this question. On the larger ships, uh, we're definitely likely to hit Royal Palace just uh, from the standpoint that the kids, uh, they won't necessarily always want to do the pools. They'll, uh, the younger one will want to do the midship detective agency or go play mini golf or something like that. So we'll, we'll hit Royal Palace and, and grab a sit-down lunch. Uh, on, the, on the Wonder, when we've been out, you know, they don't have as many of those activities. So usually she'll be in, you know, they'll, they'll be in the pool or they'll be off with the clubs or something like that. So we'll just grab something from one of the fast... Uh, um, from one of the quick serve restaurants mm-hmm. that are up on deck, and especially on the Wonder, the Wonder has uh, the pizza. The pizza place up there has uh, pretzels, which uh, mm-hmm. we haven't really found on the larger ships yet. No, there's a little more variety, I think, in the counter service selection on the um, classic ships or the Magic class. And uh, you know, that's exactly my answer that I was going to say. We uh, on the Fantasy, we like to go to that sit-down lunch the burger there is much better um than what you get on the pool deck but we have nothing against chicken strips or the grilled cheese or anything like that um but uh we're not usually cabana's lunch people we found out we're one of those other two so derek look at that you got room to grow i do but i found sushi at cabana's and my kids were playing and so i just my my wife was taking a nap. The kids were playing in the in the uh, Oceaneers Club, so I ate sushi, some really good sushi, and and some like just chocolates, and I just sat by the window. So All right. definitely, I still have now not I'm lost hungry. any of the weight from the cruise either. <laughs> well, I'm hungry now, so this is unfortunate. But uh, all right, favorite place on Castaway Key. Oh my! Where do you head? What was That's, your favorite spot? Where did you go back to right away, Derek? That, that family beach was fantastic. I think my kids could have just stayed there all day. Uh, I think their favorite place may have been the uh, Little Splash Water Park, though. I think we, You know, a little bit of shade. The kids really loved that. Uh, I, I just thought it was kind of funny. We have Splash Water Parks all around here, but they definitely enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think we spent a good 30, 45 minutes just walk, you know, in that area. So, But I did love the beach. Uh, I'm not a huge beach guy, but... That I cannot wait to go back again just for that experience. Did you find the hammocks in the shade? I did. Yep, my daughter and I both uh, did a hammock. Uh, They're packed when we walked by in the beginning, but towards at the end of the day, uh, before we got back on the ship, yep, we got into the hammocks. Uh, Definitely want to look, do some excursions next time with my kids getting a little bit older. Uh, If I can get it, we're going to go ahead to one of the cabanas on the family beach. That's uh, that's always a favorite. uh, we've done it. I think we've gotten three different cabanas. They're oh. they're hard to get unless you're concierge mm-hmm. or platinum, uh, and usually we luck into one, or uh, just grab it by staying up till midnight uh, on that booking date. Um, they're nice to relax in. Uh, just get out of the sun if you want to get out of the sun. Um, 
the last time we went, uh, we did do some excursions uh, on Castaway Key. We did the parasailing, and my wife and my younger daughter did the Stingray Adventure, and, and we both really, really loved those excursions as well. Yeah, the Stingray is something we've always talked about but have yet to pull the trigger on. I'm not really sure why. Usually one kid gets cold feet or something, and they chicken out. We're like, well, we're not going to waste the money on you chickening out. You're going to sign up for it. You're doing it. But uh, parasailing, how that they, is that enjoyable? Uh, I couldn't get my younger one and my wife to go parasailing, which is why they did the Stingray adventure. But the 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 I, I'm personally afraid of uh, not necessarily of heights, but of edges. So I don't mind going up to a tall floor on the building. I don't want to get near the edge of it. So I was kind of worried about the parasailing. It's greatest experience ever. It's uh, yeah. as, as soon as you take off from the boat, it's quiet. Uh, you're just floating in the air. We were up for maybe uh, six, seven minutes. Um, I got to go near the ship, look down on the ship. Uh, we've got some video that we'll eventually get up on the blog that uh, awesome. shows you what it looks like. But it's it was a fantastic experience. I think next time we go, we're going to get everyone out uh, parasailing. Doug, I want to see you go, go parasailing. Yeah. I know you have a little height You want to see it? Yep. You know, I he doesn't like there's no edges on a pair i mean there's there's no edge so that's why it wasn't scary um yeah i don't know i maybe maybe i have a a fear of spending money though no (laughs) maybe that's it no all right so uh yeah the cabana you really i always thought that was like oh look how expensive those cabanas are castaway is gorgeous you don't need a cabana then we did it and i was like yep uh uh-huh check please it's Cabana. You know, most most of the time, that's the um, depending upon which cruise we do. That might be the only excursion that we book. So mm-hmm. you know, we'll save our money. You know, if we go to Cozumel, we won't book an excursion there. We'll walk around the town. We'll get lunch, and then we'll save our money and book book a cabana on Castaway Key if we can. That's a great idea. A great way to put it. And yeah, we. Uh, I think the smaller ships is much easier to get the cabanas. Um, than on the fancy and the dream because there's so many more concierge levels, which I believe they're adding more concierge levels to the wonder, or they did in the refurbishment, which I don't know. Hopefully they don't take all the cabanas in the future. But um, So my go-to spot, if I can't get the cabana, um, then I like to go to the Pelican Plunge beach area so that we're close to those water slides because my kids will just go round and round and round and they'll drag me out there until i'm too exhausted for those that don't know you have to swim out to the water slide so there's no height requirement really because there's a physical capability requirement like like you're not getting out there it's even it's a long ways to drag your kid they can't wear life jackets so i mean you're only going to push your little kid out there so many times so it's work but man my kids just up and down, up and down, up and down, and then they walk back over the cabana, and then back over, up and down, up and down. I was exhausted just watching them. So that's where we like to be. We like to head straight to the Pelican Plunge because the family beach kind of fills up as people come to it. So if you go straight over to the Pelican Plunge, you usually get pretty good selection of chairs, maybe a hammock if you're lucky. So that's my go-to spot. Um, yeah, Castaway. I really hard to go wrong though. Like you said, Derek, it's gorgeous and uh, it's beautiful. I think those are the synonyms for the same thing. So, all right, let's move on since I'm rambling. All right, if you could replace one show on Disney Cruise Line, what show, why would you replace it, 
and what would you replace it with? So you're giving something the axe. Why are you doing that? And then what what better idea do you have? Well, I uh, the funny thing is, uh, on the Dream, they have the Villains Tonight Show, which I enjoyed but definitely thought it was dated and not really the greatest for kids. We actually uh, did date night that night, and that show is actually going away anyway. So I get Killing the easy either. one. I would I would ask that since it is going away. Uh, I know Beauty and the Beast is what's going to replace it. I know my wife would kill me if I didn't agree with that. But I've heard uh, I've seen the Frozen over at California Adventure. I've heard they've done a really good job bringing that to um, the cruise ships. I can't remember what ship it's on, but I would love to see that because uh, it's got really cool digital animation and puppeteering. So I would, I would put that in, in its place. I know Beauty and the Beast going there would be just great. Princess One Tangled. So any kind of Princess One instead of Villains. Ugh. Killing me. I like, I like the me. show, but it just I'm glad we left our kids in the Oceaneers Club. You know, cruising with the family. I want to be able to see shows that uh, my, kids, my kids can see too. You got to toughen them up, Derek. <laughs> Sorry. I've got to agree to some point. I, I saw the villains one for the for the first time, and it it um, uh, it was it was an interesting show, but I don't think it was as nice as as, as uh, some of the princess shows that uh, that uh, Derek is alluding to, especially for yeah. smaller kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Point, Derek. You got it. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. So, Joe, what are you giving the axe to? I, it's going to pain people. I'm going to give the axe to the Golden Mickey's, but only oh. because oh, only only because I've seen it eight times. It's everywhere, and and, and I'm I'm you know uh, it's not that it's a bad show. It's just that that I've seen it eight times and 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 wouldn't mind seeing something new. Uh, luckily, uh, we've still got the shows on the magic to look forward to. So um, I think there's Tangled, and mm-hmm. I think there's one other one on the Is magic. That Cinderella. That- uh, Cinderella show as well and then um, man I should remember this it was not even six months ago there's another show it's yeah, evidently just, really memorable it'll be, um, it'll be nice to it. see something new and uh, uh, I think uh, you s- there's a Frozen show now on the Wonder I think right mm-hmm. or is it coming yep. to the Wonder we it's, haven't it's seen that one there. yet either so, so we're looking forward to that as well so alright yeah I uh the goal of Mickey's, I'd be okay with getting rid of that. That uh, that is, I've seen it way too many times. I think it's great if you've seen it the first time. Second oh, it's time, wonderful! I'm I'm listening to you guys. I'm like, you guys are crazy. That uh, was fantastic. It, yeah, I, I really wanted to pick the Gold Mickey's, um, but I did not. I'm really glad Joe took them because I'm glad to see them go. It's just so predictable after so many times. Um, I actually want to give the axe to the Cinderella show on the magic. It it was painful. It's creative. It's different. It's a what if, like, they travel through time and they go back and they change things. The kids were lost and confused. Um, the stepsisters are hilarious. Um, that's good. That was funny. That's about where it ends on the, the positive front. Um, so you're getting rid of that. I'm not a fan of retellings, um, so I'm okay with the musical reviews, which it's funny. I just harassed the Golden Mickeys, which that's what it is. It's just pick and choose, cherry pick songs. They pick some really odd ones, in my opinion, to put in there, but I'd be okay with maybe um, 
uh, a movie or not movie one where they use movies like Pixar because um, you don't see a lot of Pixar songs included. Um, there's not a lot of singing in Pixar, but you could work some themes in and also mis- mix it with Disney animation, something like that. Maybe my favorite friend, Wreck-It Ralph, could be the host that, you know, he could smash stuff and Vanellope could just run around on stage like she's, you know, had too much sugar um, somewhere on the cruise ship, especially on the Dream. You know, they're already got Vanellope's there, so just get that in the magic and boom, Wreck-It Ralph hosts, Vanellope annoys, and they sing a lot of songs. I would take that over Cinderella's read twice charmed retelling where there's like voodoo magic. You want to talk about dark. It is a little dark and weird, but it will still be there because I think it stinks. So they'll get rid of villains, which I love. Uh, okay. Well, there. hopefully Rant- Wreck-It Ralph 2, which was announced does a lot of box office business and you get your dream. Yeah, I've got a dream. I've got a dream. <laughs> So, all right, let's let's move along. All right, do you, so. This is your evening after you after you've had dinner. How you kind of round out the night? All right, do you meet characters, take in a movie, or the adult lounges to round out your evening? How do you like to end the night, either as adults or as a family? Uh, a lot of that has to do with the Oceaneers Club. If they have something really cool going on, you know, it's great to drop them off. But with a five and a three year old. We met so many characters, and so especially because uh, in the evening they had the princesses out. One evening they had the the farewell thing, so they had like all the characters out. So we we did a lot of characters during our evening time. Uh, though one night we did have a little bit of a date night because the kids really wanted to go to the Oceaneers Club. To uh, can't remember someone someone was going to the Oceaneers Club, and so they really wanted to check that out. So that was our one date night evening. That's a that's a good way to go. It's amazing. You probably never thought you'd be meeting characters at like ten forty five at night, right? Well, my daughter like, had done the uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, and so she was all dolled up, and they're doing the princesses. I was like, she's still awake. At, meet all the princesses. Let's get those pictures, and they're they're fabulous. So, yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, yeah, I guess it it definitely depends on whether the kids have decided they're going to go to the clubs or not go to the clubs. And uh, we've always found the secret to that is if they go the first night, um, our, our kids are older, they're 15 and 12. And if they go to the edge and the vibe the first night, they'll definitely meet kids and we won't see them most of the rest of the cruise. If they don't go, they're going to be camped out with us on our hips the rest of the time. Uh, so if they're with us, we'll usually go catch a movie or um, something like that. Maybe go play midship detective agency uh, if they're not with us, we we like to go to the Cove Cafe and grab some coffees and just mm-hmm. kind of sit out on the deck and uh, watch the water. Cool. Yeah. What do you prefer? Do you do you enjoy both when they're with you and when they're not, or is it is you long for one over the other? Um, no, I guess it depends. I mean, if they're not having a good time, then obviously we're not having a good time. So, True. you know, if they if they're if they're not with their uh, you know their friends from the from the uh, edge or the vibe, then they're hanging out with us, and we want to make sure everyone has a good time on vacation. Uh, otherwise, they won't want to go back on the on on vacation with us again. They won't want to go on the True. cruise. So, so we definitely you know either either way, whatever uh, whatever makes everybody happy. Oh, I'm close to that teenager age. I'm we, our oldest is 11, so it's closing in. So I don't know what to think. I know ours so far has depended a lot on super sloppy science. 
Um, our kids love that. They will do super sloppy science as much as possible. So that's about the only thing they would go to the clubs for late, unless we force them into it to go to like the like the variety acts in the adult area. We we do like to do that. The jugglers, the uh, ventriloquists, the hypnotists, those sort of people they can see in the the tube or whatever the other venues are that I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, no, that's they're good at engaging the audience. We've we've actually never been to see any of the variety acts. Oh man, on there's all cruises. There's a couple that have really like a, like we watch all their YouTube videos still, um, and then there's others that were like, oh, that was that was uh that was not good. Um, so it varies a lot. We've seen some that are great. Um, Claire and I were the finale for Magic Dave one time, so I got to learn how magic happens. It was not as magical as. Don't ruin it. Would've. Don't ruin it for everybody. I, yeah, okay. Did you did you it end was... up cut in half or something? No, no. I got asked some questions, and like, yeah, uh huh. And then Claire got asked questions. It's funny because so she was gonna be the princess of the Disney fantasy, right? And she's gonna get a tiara, which she doesn't wear tiaras, so it's kind of humorous. Um, we sat about the same place every night, and on the first night in the fantasy on the seven night cruise. The Variety Act comes in a little bit in the first show, and then the next night is their show, and then they're in the adult, you know, they're there the first three days. And we sat in the same spot, so he talked to us the first night. He did a trick for us before the show started. And then the next night, or two nights later, or whichever, he asked if we wanted to be in it. And, of course, Claire's like, yes. And so he took me back, explained some stuff, magic. And then um, he asked... Me, I had to answer these questions right for her to be the princess, and Claire did too. So I got asked a question like that was impossible, and then Claire got asked like, "What's your favorite color?" And then I got asked an impossible one. And then Claire got asked, "What sound does a cow make?" And Claire was confused and said, "What?" And then, "What sound does a cow make?" And she said, "Honk honk." So he's like not sure what to do with that answer. And so she's like, no, a moo, a moo cow. And it's like, oh, moo. Well, later, afterwards, Claire's like, I thought he said, what sound does a clown make? No. So <laughs> the next four nights on the ship, everybody is like, oh, there's the girl that thinks a cow says honk honk. It was just, oh, yeah. It was, it was so we were in the finale. And then, of course... She was dancing around like she had to pee after that too. So that was that was great, and ran straight to the bathroom after she got off stage. Great memories, but there's the variety <laughs> act. That was a tangent, but a good story nonetheless. Um, so and like on the ship, you people you eat dinner next to, like they see you over and over and mm-hmm. over. So like one lady kept asking me, "Those answers you gave were they for real?" Because like they showed up in a place and like it was magic. It was I used that answer. And she's just she was on me the whole week, so it was it was kind of fun. So that we like those variety acts, um, but we end the night. We try to end the night as a family with ice cream every night. So if we don't get to the soft serve before it closes, because we close it down a lot, we would do room service and get the Mickey bars and of course chocolate chip cookies to turn my Mickey bar into an ice cream sandwich. So that's really how we end every night is uh, with Mickey bars. Excellent choice. So, next question. All right. All right. 
special days at sea, like Star Wars and Marvels, yay or nay? Or even the Christmas and Halloween. That's kind of the whole cruise, but still special. I, I actually like them. I know uh, we're, we're booked to do uh, a Marvel Day at Sea on the Magic, so I'm excited because my kids are obsessed with the Marvel characters. I know I'd love to do a Star Wars one. I, I just think it's it's really fun. And, you know, if you want to, if you're a fanatic of one of these, uh, you know, Disney properties, soon they'll own all of them anyway, that, uh, you know, it's great that they offer something fun. Yeah, it is a little bit more expensive, but... I, I think it's worth it, and, and you know, hopefully in the future we do a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, something else like that, uh, on the cruise ship, because, you know, you already got the vacation time around there. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I No argument there for a first-time cruiser. So, Joe? Uh, we had actually booked a, a Halloween uh, cruise mm-hmm. uh, to go out in, in October of last year, and we had the... Um, uh, we had the honor of being the only cruise that got canceled due to Hurricane Matthew, so we so we missed oh. our uh, our uh, Halloween on the high seas cruise. Um, uh, but uh, we just did the Star Wars uh, Day at Sea cruise on the Fantasy in January and had a great time. Um, when we originally booked it, it wasn't supposed to be a Star Wars Day at Sea, so we got it uh, without paying the Star Wars Day at Sea premium, which that's, which seemed to come along right after they announced it. Um, but had a great time, great time. We met, um, uh, the, for each of the star Wars cruises, they bring on a special guest lecturer. And, uh, the person that we got to talk to was the, um, guy who's in charge of keeping the star Wars canon database. So anything that's official star Wars is in the database that he maintains. And so he gave a great lecture, uh, took about an hour and then met and talked with everyone afterwards. It was a great experience. We got to meet lots of characters. Um, so right now we've got the Christmas cruise booked for this year, so we're looking forward to that as well. Okay, so that's that's a yay. Oh and, yeah, definitely right? like a it. yay. Yep. Okay, so two yays. I'm gonna go nay. Um, I'm gonna be the grump on the of the group here. So we we switched our sailing um, to a star the inaugural Star Wars Day at Sea. So I I will give them a little slack because it was inaugural. They only had a you know nine months to prepare for it course they wouldn't have kinks worked out right but uh like the guest speakers the first year around were really bad so when we booked it they said multiple fireworks we were going to get both pirate night and star wars day at sea fireworks they said um multiple guest speakers celeb they also said celebrities that were disappeared from the time we paid our final payment to when we sailed. Celebrities disappeared from the description. Pirate Night Fireworks disappeared. So before we even got on board, we were already slightly disgruntled because we final payment made and they changed the description. So you can imagine the real Star Wars super nerdy people that, I mean, that line in the uh, parking garage, like I had my R2-D2 seat suitcase i was not the only one like normal with an r2d2 suitcase they were everywhere and uh so it was a little disappointing our guest speaker was an imagineer who'd been imagineer for three months and told us about what to expect at the launch bay which was already opened and we had visited so she showed us artist renderings of the launch bay for 20 minutes Ah, that was our guest speaker. And so when we booked it, we were thinking like Ashley Eckstein, you know, kind of like the what they did in the Hollywood Studios 
with uh, Star Wars Weekends. And, you know, Ashley Eckstein's not exactly a huge celebrity. I think outside of the Star Wars circle, people have no idea who that is. But we would have been good with that. Or James Arnold Taylor, just a voice actor. That's all we wanted. So there was a lot of things. My son's still mad they did not have blue milk. And I believe I, I asked you on Twitter if they had blue milk when you got back. Because uh, my son wanted to know, like, did they fix that? Did they get I, blue milk? I, I, that was the, the, the sailing that we did the mixology on. I could have drank something that <laughs> resembled blue milk. <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah. And then um, we did a Christmas cruise. Uh, it was the holiday, merry time Christmas sailing um, this November. Um, I didn't, none of it bothered. Like, we did the ginger house bread thing, which was fun. Um, early November, it's a little weird being that into Christmas. And then, of course, my wife was upset that all of the characters the whole time were in their Christmas outfits. So we never got a picture, really, of Mickey and Minnie and Donald in their sailing, like their cruise line outfits. She's a get-the-character-in-every-outfit kind of person, so that bothered her. But I want to be opposed to the Halloween one. That looks really fun, like the the, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas scream-along. That looks awesome. Well, so if that. you're saying if like Star Wars started really bringing celebrities and Marvel celebrities and they just like went a little bit above and beyond, you'd be on board? Yeah, if they did what they originally promised. How about that? Like the Star the the Midnight Buffet after they did that on Star Wars night, it's the exact same food as Pirate Night. So the Star Wars universe and pirates eat the exact same thing, which is a crepe buffet and tacos. Which I find just really ironic that that's coincidence, right? Like so Tatooine tacos, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they changed the name. They were very creative on some of them. That so, yeah, they could go. They got to go. So the cruise line's already so amazing, right? To pull off a special day, they got to go a little further for me. My hurdles now, high. Now, for your Star Wars cruise, did they did they have um, separate uniforms? Our waiters had new uniforms. Yeah, the, they did. The, yeah, they did. and Separate they had menus. Um, they had menus, and they told us we couldn't take a picture of the menu, and they were like, didn't want anything to like leak out. We're like, well, this is the inaugural. It's not like it was last week going out. So they're all weird that whole week. Like the cruise director, cruise director, admittedly, he's like, I've never seen Star Wars. I'm like, you are the cruise director. You you didn't have enough time in nine months to sneak six movies in. Which you could have watched in your it? stateroom earlier in the day. Ah, what was his name? I can't Is remember. It, it's Peter. Uh, there's Clayton. Wasn't Clayton? We love Jimmy. Clayton. My wife could tell me. I just yeah. blocked him out of my memory because I was wow. like, you just admitted that. So his right hand man did everything on Star Wars Day at Sea, like everything. Like well, even that's what, you don't. Night, that's why we say don't go to the theme park when the new thing. You got to give it a couple weeks. Got to give it a couple runs. Get the kinks worked yeah. out. That's what worked in our schedule. So there we were. There we were. So all right, enough of my grumpiness. All right, Aqua Duck, Aqua Dunk, Twist and Spout, or Pelican Plunge. What's your water feature of choice, guys? Well, I've only done the one. I've only done the uh, the Aqua Dunk on the on the Dream. The, the duck. No, the duck. The duck yeah, not the yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. even remember what I did. We did it one time to say we did it. It was fun. The water was cold. Uh, look, yeah. I want to do more. I know the Magic and the Wonder have the one that spins. I can't even think what the, which one that one is that spins. Twist. The twist. Yeah, and that, that looks really cool because you go over and can see. So 
I want to try them all, but yeah, we just did it one time. Say we did it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joe. So, so I'm going to go with the Aqua Duck. Uh, we haven't been on the Magic to do the Aqua Dunk yet, and uh, we haven't been on the Wonder since they since they upgraded it. And I don't usually leave the cabana to go over to Pelican's Plunge. I send my kids over there. If they want to swim, that's completely up to them. And so this was really a question written by me for me, huh? Is that <laughs> what we're saying right here? All right. Well, I've done them all. I've done them all. Except the Mickey slide, they won't let me. I'm just just touch too tall, which is really frightening. Um, there's kids taller than me. But uh, so the the dunk is so popular, they didn't even bother putting it on the Wonder when they did the refurb. Um, they didn't add a feature slide, but they did add the twist and spout. Twist and spout's really long, um, almost made me motion sick, and you stand in a working funnel while you wait to get on it, so you smell kind of like exhaust waiting to get on that slide. Um, the aqua dunk, when you're standing in that little thing waiting for the floor to drop, your heart's going so fast, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do it because I have a new heart condition, so I can't really pick that. Aqua duck, I really like it. Um, you can do it with the kids. It starts out wild, then it's kind of a lazy river. You can wave at people. Um, we saw Neil Patrick Harris do it, so that counts as something, right? Uh, we, were, we were doing it at the same time as him. But I'm going to go Pelican Plunge. Those two slides, one's kind of slower, the other one's intense. Um, the, the faster one, you end up in the water like all disorientated, which, you know, in the ocean, who doesn't want to be disorientated? But I guess I do. I, I'm going to pick... I wasn't sure what I was going to pick when I started answering this, so but I'm going with Pelican Plunge. There you go. It's official. I just got to try more. Yeah, yeah you do. Got to get on more boats. So, all right. How do you room service? We we didn't use any room service. That's a quick answer then. I know. That's... Oh, Gosh, you're so... First, I was, I, like I said, I'm the Padawan. I'm the, the silver guy, so no, now. we didn't... We didn't. Uh, it scares me already. Huh? So I got. I got to hear from you guys what you think of room service. Room service scares you? I'm kidding with that. I just. Oh, didn't are you sure? I it. mean, they break I, I think. Food. I think on the dream, you don't really. You know, there's not really a lot of a, a lot of time to gra- grab room service, no, right? I mean, no. you're. You know, you get on the first day. You're trying to do a lot of stuff. The next day, you're at Nassau. Either you're off the boat or you're up on the deck. You know, enjoying the pools and the aqueduct, and then you're mm-hmm. castaway key. Yeah, I mean, when we were in our, we only used our room to sleep, and it was only for a few hours before we had to get up and enjoy the the next day's events. I will say, on our first dream cruise, um, it was like eleven fifty at night, you know, the night before, and we're like, oh, crap, we never ordered room service, so we got some Mickey bars, you know, like right before they shut it down, and uh, that was all we did. So I understand. I'm just giving you a hard time, Derek, because that's what I do. So, Joe, do you use room service a lot? Um, we've used room service a couple times. Uh, usually if we've got an early morning excursion and we want to have breakfast uh, before we go off for the excursion, we'll order some cereal or something for the kids. Uh, we've done the cookies and milk at night uh, before we go to bed. Uh, sometimes we've ordered coffee. Uh, but not usually uh, in terms of uh, ordering room service, just something, something quick or some coffee or something like that, but never a full meal that I can remember. Yeah, we uh, we have never done a full meal like for the whole family other than breakfast. We are about fifty fifty on the room service breakfast versus the uh, going to Cabanas for breakfast. And I think one time we might have gone down to uh, Royal Court or Palace, whichever one it is on the fancy, and uh, 
have the the nicer sit down breakfast. I guess there's the character breakfast too that we've done on the on the fantasy as well. The Disney Junior with none of my kids watching Disney Junior, so that was interesting. But uh, um, I have ordered things just out of obligation, like the anchors away, the cheese and cracker platter. Just because it went away and Facebook and Twitter exploded. Like, how dare you take away our food? And so the next time, we were on one of the first sailings, it was added back. And so we had the picture of the new menu printed. And I remember I tweeted that and it got retweeted a whole bunch. Like, it was, yay, rejoicing. So I ordered it out of obligation. Um, I didn't eat it all. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble for that but so do you get more more retweets off of that or pictures of neil patrick harris on the aqueduct i wasn't brave enough to do that um I nph sh- is on oh, the ship you didn't get a we, picture we gave him his no we never did um a lot of people that we kind of saw throughout the week we saw him get pictures with him we never we never went up and said hey can we have a picture but like their kids sometimes would be like mixed in doing the regular stuff other days it was they were off doing you know concierge where Neil Patrick Harris we get to go first things but uh, yeah I should have tweeted that would have gotten way more but uh, no cheese the cheese plate got more sadly than pretty much anything I've ever said and uh, I've ordered pre dinner from room service that's an important thing so my wife you know you got the dinner outfits you got to change into so I'll get to the room and order pre dinner because everybody needs pre-dinner on a cruise that's the goal so no, no, i've got like grilled cheese before do you do first seating or late seating or first seating so pre-dinner is like three o'clock it's an afternoon snack really if i'm too lazy to go up a few floors and grab a bunch of cookies like i just i can i can tip the guy for bringing me a giant cookie and it's really weird when you get room service for like one cookie and like the guy comes in and looks around and there's three children and and you're like, Yep, thanks for the cookie and then you start eating it. He just looks at you like you are questionable. But hey, I'm sure he's seen it all. So yeah, room service. Alright. We're on to anything else anybody needed to mention, like wanna say about Disney cruising here before we wrap it up. Well, I did want I had one quick question because I got this the other day from a, a good friend of mine who uh, has kids right around your age, Joe. And uh the question was why would you uh why would you take older kids on a Disney cruise, you know, you know, for the little kids, the Oceaneers Club and Lab, fantastic. So you have that age group, but their kids are getting older. Uh, when they do a different ship, maybe that's not geared towards the little ones. So what do you think having teenagers uh, you know, with the edge and vibe, what is it like to have them in that age group on the ship? Um, my older daughter, uh, who goes to vibe now, literally comes back from the cruise and almost cries because she misses the people from the cruise so much. It's almost like a like a mini college experience when you show up at college and you meet new people and it's exciting and you're doing fun activities with them. You know, it's almost uh, it's 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 one of those seminal experiences that you have. And she still talks to her friends from cruises that she's done two years ago you know they get on skype and they talk on skype and she keeps in touch with them and she texts them um that's how you know that, that's uh the level of experience that she's had in the vibe uh my younger one she's a little bit shyer 
So um, sometimes we'll go onto Facebook and we'll find the cruise group for it and we'll talk to some of the other parents and see if we can get the, the younger kids talking to each other before they go so when they show up on the ship, they already have a friend. Oh, that's a good tip. Um, yeah. To talk to. Uh, when we went on the Dream Cruise, we knew it was going to be short and they weren't going to have as much time to spend in the Vibe or in the Edge. So they decided for that, for that cruise, they would just do stuff together. Uh, which is amazing when you can get your kids to actually do stuff together and interact with each other. So they spent time uh, going on the aqueduct and playing mini golf and doing all those things together um, on that cruise. Oh, yeah. Oh. You'll Good be there job. soon enough, Doug. Yeah, I know. It's right around the corner. And like, so we took Samantha into Edge because she was finally old enough for Edge. And that first day, you know, we ate lunch, did that. And she just awkwardly listened to the this crew member or you know talked to her about everything awkwardly walked around stared at the other three kids that awkwardly were in there and then we all awkwardly left it was just oh fifth graders i i will say that the that that the tip that my older daughter gave me and she's always telling my younger daughter especially for edge is you have to go the first night after dinner when they do uh what do they call it icebreakers because that's when the groups get formed and that's when the kids, you know, that's when the counselors really get them to interact and start to mesh. And and if you can get them to do that, theoretically, you won't see them the rest of the cruise. And that's that's always been true for us. That's a good tip. Yeah. Ours was a four night. So we knew there wasn't going to be much time. We had a party of 14. We were traveling with lots of family, which is a whole nother episode. But uh so we weren't too concerned, but we all made fun of her social awkwardness because it's fun to do. So, all right. Any, uh, I think I'm good. Any other little tips you want to throw out there for newbies or experienced people alike? Good. All right. I yep. think it's lightning round time then. Lightning Derek. round. All right. All right. All right. Derek, did you want to read through the lightning round since you made me uh, do all the questioning tonight? This Okay, we'll do a co- uh, complete uh, reversal because you usually yeah. are our lightning round guy. So, you got uh, it up and open, ready to go? Joe, whenever we have a, a guest on, we have a set of questions we like to ask. Uh, try to go pretty quick. Just get the one-word answers. Might have a fun rebuttal with you. Yeah, but we may harass you. but We do like to harass. But So if you're ready for a little harassment, are you ready for some questions? Let's do it. All right. Favorite Disney movie? I'm going to go off the board completely. My wife already laughed at me. Home on the Range. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Is that Ashton Kutcher? No, that's not. No, he I didn't. don't know. It's it's singing and dancing cows. How can you have uh, go wrong with that? Aren't they like miners too? Like, isn't there a mine scene? Yeah, there's, a, there's, like, a, there's a mine. There's, there's uh, <sighs> Grandma's Ranch that's going to get taken yeah, over. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. got everything. <laughs> I am blanking okay. on this. I'm no, I'm going to IMDb this after the show. I can't even think of the movie. That's, that's it's special. All right. Okay. <laughs> Question number two: Favorite Disney character? Stitch. All right. Are Are you sad that that uh, that ride's going away? No. You know, the only time I've ever done that ride was when we went uh, one time at Christmas, and it had the shortest wait by an order of magnitude. And As it should. Then I realized why. Yep. Yeah. It's open this week, which is just unfortunate for everybody there. Someone will stumble in. Someone will have to suffer. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Next question. Favorite resort? Uh, definitely the Wilderness Lodge, hands down. 
Your favorite classic attraction? I was kind of torn on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Pirates with a nod to um, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Mm. That's good. Yes, excellent choices. Yeah, I got. Yep, I go Pirates. So I agree with you. Favorite modern attraction? Uh, probably Expedition Everest. That was a tough one. Do you think they're ever going to get the uh, snowmen to move again? No. He's they bro- should just. Well, it's already glued in place, right? At this point. Yeah. Insert a large blue person now. Yeah, it just. Uh, just. Hope one day in. they get them fixed again. I, I'm dreaming. I'm I'm dreaming with the Imagineers here. So, all right. Favorite snack: the um, fruit Nutella waffle from Sleepy Hollow in the Magic Kingdom. Oh wow! That is excellent. That's choice. a Doug that, snack right there. That, that yeah, that, that, that is, is that's a quality snack. We we got a connection. Um, that's that's pre dinner right there. That's a solid. Is, that, is that your that's three? That's, that's your three o'clock. That's, that's pre-lunch right there. Yeah, that's yeah. That if there was just more shade or air conditioning, that's that's like probably number one on my list. Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right. I final question. Favorite restaurant? Uh, California Grill. Mm. Right around the time of fireworks. Yeah, getting fancy on us. He did like Palo earlier, so it makes it fits right in. There we go. All right, and that that is the lightning round. That is our lightning round. So, uh, thank you, Joe, so much for being on the show. Why don't you let people know here? You can spend a couple minutes to uh, our listeners. Uh, let them know a little bit about where to find you and anything you have coming up. Uh, you can always uh, come find us on the blog at backtothemouse.com, or uh, that's our Twitter handle as well. And usually, anything we send out, either Instagram or whatever, ends up on Twitter. So, that's probably the easiest way to follow. Um, I guess the next thing we're going to be talking about is I finally managed to, um, for lack of a better term, push out our uh, trip report on our Disneyland uh, Hawaii Alani trip that we just mm-hmm. did over the summer. Uh, there's a lot of pictures to sort through so that took a while to get through. And jealous. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Uh, one day yeah. we might have to have you back on the show because I know hopefully Doug gets to go there next year and we can talk more about Yeah. Alani, because that that is a, a far down the road bucket list for me. Yeah, that was a great great boat. trip. Great trip. Uh, so, awesome. Right. Well, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come talk to us and our listeners a little bit more about Disney Cruise Line. Uh, always fun. Hopefully, everyone listening is getting uh, pulling out their computers and booking their trip. Of course, we recommend uh, talking to Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen herself. She'll help you book. All your cruises, and like me, she'll help you move the dates around too. Uh, Disney is really, we didn't say that, but Disney is good. We're finding out about moving dates around when things come up. So uh, you can send us a message. We'll put you in touch with her again. Uh, go to Twitter, not only like us and follow us, but follow Back to the Mouse as well. And again, thank you, Joe, for being on the show. For Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.